Hey guys, welcome to another episode. Hello, hello, hello. I hope everyone's doing well and everyone's safe and healthy and just getting through these days. Yes, definitely. Uh, all the prayers out to those, uh, your loved ones. And uh, again, we get through 2021 and beyond. So tonight we have a special guest, a gentleman who's been a pioneer in this industry. Basically, he started his career in 2008 um, when he was in Colorado, when the legalization happened there. And he was from originally from Florida and was looking forward to getting back to Florida and getting started in the industry. His name is R.B. Barroso, if I'm correcting, pronounced it correctly. You hit it right on the nose. Ah, so all th- good. That was actually really, really good. Thank you. So in 2013, he recruited his lifelong friend, Miss Laura Fuentes, a licensed compounding pharmacist, to start Green Roads, which became the leading privately owned CBD company in the U.S. with multiple awards to its name. Uh, recognized as a uh, public education, Arby launched Cannabis Life Radio in 2016. And now in 2019, he became the founding member of the Florida Hemp Council. Welcome, Arby. How are you? Pretty good. How are you guys doing? Great, great, great. Oh, I was just going to say, you know, you guys are warm and happy down there in Florida. I know. <laughs> I listen, I, I know we were talking a little earlier. I do not envy you guys at all. So we're, we're all good. You know, it's nicely 75 degrees oh, over here. Perfect weather. About 10, 10 mile an hour wind. So, yeah, I, I definitely wouldn't be taking the trip to you guys anytime soon. Uh, we're getting jealous. I might have to send you some snow. I know. <laughs> it's probably not halfway here, so we're all good. It'll probably just be a cup of water at that time. Yeah, right? <laughs> so, again, thank you for joining us. So, RB, um, you, uh, we really wanted you to, to be on the show with us. And you um, have impacted us, our lives. Um, I don't think you you know. So before you heard, you got you were a guest here. Have you heard of of our story before? Actually, I have not. Okay. And and I apologize about that. Don't I know worry. We talked a little bit prior, but I'd love to hear a little bit more about okay. it. Okay. Great. 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 So believe it or not, you are really part of our story. Um, my our son started using Green Road CBD oil as one of his first uh, CBD oils he used for his seizures, and he had some good results. Yeah, some really definitely some good results. Definitely really good results on your oil, and we were getting your oil from a friend of Osiris's, who was I guess a distributor at that time. Like he he did like he's a brand host- ambassador. Yeah, wholesale, and he ran out of the oil. And we and, and we were out of the oil, so we're yes. like panic uh, mode. Pa- yeah, basically panic mode. And, and all families know this. This is, you know, not this is something you use for serious conditions. So when you run out, it's you you go in panic mode. So I said, okay, let me go to the website. Maybe we could find a store in New York. This is New York City. We gotta find someone who's selling the oil. Yeah, mind you, this is early on in New York where we they just passed the medical marijuana program. So we do have a card for a son, but the, the dispensaries were not really in any position to be able to treat pediatric issues. Yeah, a lot of the oil had alcohol in it, like not, yeah. yeah. Oh, not, yeah, that's not good. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> so we were on our oil, and uh, so then I ended up calling the company, and it was a Saturday, and um, a young lady of Ivy Gonzalez picked up. Awesome young lady. Awesome. Okay. And yeah, I know Ivy. Yeah, so we were like, 
we really connected because she was from New York as well and she uh, transplanted to Florida. We connected. Um, she told me where I can get the oil in New York. And she also, we also, I also told her our story about our son who was having at that, you know, prior to CBD oil, about 100 seizures a day, um, you know, kind of regressed in his skills in terms of speech and language. So she was impressed with our story. And then she said, we do have a scholarship program. And at that time, Osiris has lo had lost his job. And we really couldn't afford the oil, you know. We really, we really couldn't. It was like, not pay this, you know, to pay pay for the oil. So she said, um, but I didn't let her know that. But she was like, you know, we do scholarships. And make a long story short, she we ended up getting a scholarship. And you and Ivy supported us, and without questions asked, um, through a system and gave us oil. And we will ever appreciate you and Ivy for everything you've done for us. And particularly at a time where we couldn't really afford it. And that's why we're so grateful to have you on the show. And like you were definitely part of our journey. So yes, so wow. thank you. No, that's uh, that's uh, pretty damn cool. Yeah. Um, so, so basically we went, you came full circle um, throughout the show because again, like we said, it's about our journey. So we wanted to connect with everyone who had a part in this because we couldn't have done it. Well, that's, that's, uh, honestly, my eyes get a little, a little watery to be honest with you. Cause I could hear the emotion and, uh, and you guys' voice and, you know, it's, uh, it was part of our journey and what we wanted to do because we understood you know, the families were going uh, through, you know, hard times. I mean, it's it's hard to have, you know, a child that needs the parents' attentions or, you know, or just kind of in, in any situation, really. But, you know, I'm touched by, I'm glad we were able to help you guys out and uh, and make a difference because that's really what this industry is about is, is making a difference um, and really uh, unifying what this plan could actually do for, for people. Yeah, definitely. And then I know with the free interview, we spoke about um, Jennifer and then Ivy then connected me with Jennifer. And, you know, I never met her personally, but I felt so connected to, I didn't, you go on, I want you to go talk about your, the EJ Foundation, of course, but I didn't, we did connect and um, talk over the phone and um, I felt very connected to her. Very yeah. connected to her. Yeah. Oh, so you had spoken to Jennifer? Yes. yes. Yeah, we actually we, talked to her a couple we, of times. We connected. Um, you know, when when he passed, I sent her something in the mail. You know, because when you have a child, when you have parents connect, because yes. we get each other. You yeah. get what I'm saying, yeah. Harvey? So we both had boys, similar age. Um, so we we knew the struggle, and so we connected right away. Yeah, and we thank Ivy for everything because she was always available. Weekends, weeknights, um, just constantly be able to text her and just tell, hey, look, we're in a need. And she, like, responded quickly. I got you guys. I, hey, did you, and she would follow up. Did you guys yeah, get it? And just to make sure we were okay. And we really appreciate that. Yeah, that that is, uh, I mean, our customer service, I mean, everybody in our, in our Green Road family has, I mean, we've had people work for us for five years. You know, our customer service, everybody's been with us for over two. And I think everybody, you know, Tries to go over and beyond. Like we don't outsource anything. We kind of keep everything in house. So a lot of our people really, really get personally 
involved with families because they're kind of walking them through situations. I'm so happy that Jennifer was able to to share her story because there's something such a huge impact on our business and our life. Uh, yeah. Really, I mean, they'd come over and hang out with us, and we would go to the park and film, and you know, EJ would be jumping around all over the place, and it was just like so cool to kind of watch, you know, the progression. Um, and obviously, it hurt a lot as you know, as, as he got worse, you know, towards the end. Um, but we were blessed to have him in our lives and really just kind of show us the importance of what we were doing, just not selling a product to a smoke shop or, yeah. or you know, to, it was really about you know, people, you know, touching lives. And uh, I've seen a lot of that, and it's really uh, emotional to this day. I mean, you guys sharing your story, I had to kind of take a pause back because it, it, it definitely, it hits you because it, it's just so important to be able to do something like that for a family like you guys. So I'm glad we were able to come through and, and help you guys out. Yeah, thank you. Thank you so much. Can you tell the listeners more about the foundation, the EJ Foundation? Yeah, we, we were starting the EJ Foundation. It, it, it never really caught traction, but what we did do is we kind of used that for knowing that we needed to support families because he kind of showed us, you know, the importance of doing that. So between Joe DiMaggio's Children's Hospital, Jennifer, um, her grandmother, um, her mom, actually, EJ's grandmother, that really kind of just put the word out there. Um, and I think we were talking about earlier about you having a product possibly in New York that had alcohol or you never, you know, back then you really didn't know because a lot of people weren't testing full panel. And I think that's one of the challenges in our space is I think some people really try to do good with products that they're trying to make for family or for friends or for people that may have an illness. Um, and they don't recognize that they should be testing their products completely. Um, and I say that only because yeah, I know at, at one point in time we knew a family that was giving their family members a product, and, and just by looking at it, I didn't like the way it looked, and we actually sent it in for testing, and there was heavy metals um, and other you know solvents and, and issues with that product, and they were passing that on to their loved ones for months before they recognized that it just wasn't doing them actually good. It was actually hurting them mm. more than doing good, so... You know, the EJ Foundation was kind of just hoping and, and trying to support these families. And I, I think we've never really done it completely justice in reference to actually completing that foundation and, and creating a, a almost like what you guys are doing now, which is a podcast education. Yeah. You know, talking to doctors, talking about yourselves, talking about relationships on how, you know, marriages or couples, what they go through when they have these challenges with, with, you know, one of their child. And, and I think that's truly important for you to share because you could see Jennifer had the connection with you guys and probably spoke to you about a lot that what she was doing for EJ. Mm -hmm. yeah. uh, so uh, again, I mean, what he's been able to do, EJ is not here today. I'm, I'm pretty sure he's looking down with a big smile because he always had one. Yeah. Um, and he was always so, just so exuberant with energy and so awesome. Um, you know, having that and you guys having those conversations, I'm sure, gave you some sort of direction and comfort on, you know, what she was doing and how the product was working for EJ. 
Yes, and it, and it motivated us too as well. I saw some videos of him, and I'm like, oh my god, this kid's going. Oh, he was he was adorable. I'm like, oh, and I saw he him was my huge, stomach. man. He was a football player, middle linebacker, all the kids. <laughs> oh <Yeah>. man! <laughs> and the funny thing is, our son's growing to becoming one as well. <laughs> yeah. I think more of an offensive lineman. I'm scared. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I mean, the difference is, I mean, just something as small as a scholarship means so much, especially when you have your back up against the ball as a parent and it's only one income and you and you know you need this thing, this pro, this plant to help your child because you've seen the results. You know that there's, you know, this opportunity for that child to develop from it. And it's like, you know, you freak out. You panic. It's like, okay, what do we do? What's our next move? It's like, okay, where are we going to get? It's like, do we pay a bill? Do we, you know, do yeah. we actually go food shopping? Do we, you know, like... We have to make this hardcore decision. It's like really scary. No, and it was it wasn't very an inexpensive product back then. Yeah. Um. So so again, I I think I think uh, you know us being able to do what we did um, is important. Um, we still do it till today. Um, and and I think it's extremely important to kind of support the family because you're right. I mean. Hundred dollars goes a long way. Is it, is it food? Uh, is it a medical bill? Is it your light bill? Is it your phone? Yeah. Like, what are the other necessities that you need that you don't have, really have to worry about providing a product for a loved one and have to worry about spending that hundred dollars or possibly two hundred dollars, depending on what the dosage is. Yeah, are. how much they take. Yeah. Um, you know, because I remember Jennifer would come in and they'd take, you know, three bottles, four bottles of fifteen hundred. Mm. You yeah, know, those bottles back then were $170, yes. $180. Yes. And the thing is, so, some kids need a lot. Yeah, no, and we knew, completely knew that it was, like, it's not a typical, and, and we're not doctors, but we can't recommend dosages. Yeah. So that was really up to Lynn Meister and um, and Joe D. But, you know, she, I know she was giving them probably 200, 300 milligrams mm-hmm. a day. Yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. Aiden was on that much at one point, um, especially in the beginning. I mean... So, yeah, definitely. And the learning curve, too, wasn't there as well. Oh, you're just trying to figure out, like, okay, uh, I got to get a little drop. But you but you can get become antsy as a parent. You become antsy. It's like, I'm waiting for a result. I'm waiting. Like, you're waiting for that, you, you know, the, yeah. that point where you get to see, um, like, you know, the corner is turned because you see the child's making some type of change that they didn't have before. They're staring at you. They made eye contact or they made a certain movement that they normally don't do. So you're like, okay, we're on the track. So now you want to get more. And they start giving more, and it's, yeah, it's, it's just, it's and, just and that, gets, that gets complicated. Yes. I always told Jennifer to write it right in the diary. Yes, like we've always told family members, you know, write in a diary. You're not going to see a quick result. Mm-hmm. Um, true. You know, and there's obviously not enough studies out there, and all these things going in the direction it's going. But you know, as a parent in your home, you, you know, at, at, we've always said write in a diary. You know, know at what time daily, so you have that constant. If it's 9 a.m., it's 9 a.m. If it's 9 and 12, 9 and 12, 12, 4, 12, 4. So kind of have that pattern so you kind of see the results as that time goes on instead of just dosing, you know, at every minute of the day. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, things have worked differently for, for different families, but, you know, um, it's just tough. I, I can't even, honestly, I can't imagine. So God bless you guys for, for doing what you're doing, and I'm so happy we were able to help whichever way we could. No, we appreciate that you had created that program so early on, like you had the foresight to do that early on. Because I don't think too many other brands were doing that. And it really helped us greatly. I mean, 
it bought us some time and trying to figure things out and it was helping him. I mean, it brought some happiness to us, basically, in the sense that, oh, my God, we're watching him. He's actually eating. Uh, he's actually able to, you know, stand without having a seizure and falling. Because when you mentioned helmet in the beginning, I'm like, oh, my God, I remember my son wore a helmet for about about a year, two years. He had to have a helmet because he would have these yeah. drop seizures. And they were vicious. Oh, uh, they were vicious. They, would, they, they traumatized us, literally traumatized us. Because we think about it every day. We just watch him stand. It's like... Okay, is he gonna fall now? Because it would happen unexpectedly. Yeah, unexpectedly. Yeah, so now he's taking a shower by himself, and I'm sitting, in a, and I don't even have to think about it anymore. I'm like, oh, wow, wow, no more, no more that thud sound that we used to get. So it, it's it's amazing what how this industry has grown in such a short period of time, and how much of a profound effect it has. Now, so we we thank you for you know taking a chance, taking a leap of faith, and jumping in and doing what you're doing. I appreciate that. I mean, I think our team has been pretty, pretty solid on, on that was part of it. I mean, we saw other companies in the beginning of the space that we didn't like what they were doing. Um, and I won't mention any names, but you, you don't make families wait uh, for a product or, or anything like that when you have access to something that you think may help or the family thinks it may help them. You know, I, I think that's just not cool. Like, you know, we've never really um, put ourselves out there and said, um, you know, run articles or, you know, made or profited out of somebody else's sickness. I mean, I think we've given back as much as we could. I think there's always opportunities to give back more. Yeah. Um, But but I think we've done a pretty decent job. And and I think other companies, you know, there was another company that, that didn't do that. And that's something that I frowned upon when we were starting our company and, yeah. and I didn't want to have somebody frown upon us. So, yeah. you know, Laura, myself and the team, you know, pretty much tried to do whatever we could, even when it was very expensive, because the fact is, is that people look at the product today and realize that raw material is $300,000 tops. Wow. When we started in this business, it was $45,000 for a thousand milligrams. Oh, you know, a thousand grams, sorry, a thousand grams uh, for a kilo. So you're talking forty five thousand for one kilo, and it stayed in the thirty thousands for over a year. Oh my god! So you're talking like 2014, it was forty five thousand. 2015 was somewhere around the mid thirties to high thirties. Yeah. You know, then you get towards the end of the year, and you're probably you're hoping that you're getting in the low thirties. And seventeen was still in the twenties. Yeah. So I mean, people don't recognize that it wasn't. That it wasn't cost efficient for us to give out the type of product that we were giving out, but I think we gave away probably close to a million dollars every year. Wow! Um, and and products. I know for a fact we did that in 2017. Um, probably even more than that, um, because uh, just with EJ by itself, you were talking about um, probably about four bottles, somewhere around I don't know three thousand to forty five hundred uh, milligrams um, a month. Um, you know, so you're talking about once you get to, you know, a year. So we, you know, again, it was just, you, you couldn't charge somebody or have somebody come by the office that had a sick child and say, oh, you owe me $200 or 150 bucks. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, you don't have the money. I'm not going to give you the product. Yeah, that's, you know, yeah. that's pretty heartless in my, in my mind. So, you know, I never wanted to feel that, you know, I never wanted to feel bad about it. And so, we appreciate that because it greatly benefited us. It bought us some time. So we were able actually to pay it. 
And so, you know, again, like I said, it, you know, it's come full circle for us to pay it forward by educating people, putting the information out there and speaking to, you know, to people like yourself, you know, the ones who've made this decision to offer scholarships, like get to hear the reasons why they do what they do. So, cause I know there's everybody and their uncle has a brand now. Everybody's selling CBD oil. So, oh, yeah. so it's like, well, who do you trust? And, you know, for us, it's like we're only going to recommend for us. We're only going to recommend the brands that we've trusted, we spoke to. I mean, I have to honestly say we've spoken more to the companies that we've worked with than we do with some of our doctors. That's, that's awesome. You know, uh, but you, you, guys, you respond. guys know the space now. I mean, you're obviously extremely educated in the space. Oh, yeah. Um, you guys have done your research. And, and that's one of the things that even so today what we do. Um, is we educate a lot of the new up here, new up, up and coming companies. Yeah. Like, hey, you know, what do your label requirements should look like? Make sure you're testing with an independent, you know, ISO 17025 lab. Make sure you have QR codes in your bottle. Yeah. You know, all these things that, that people don't understand. You go to a place and you go buy a bottle, it doesn't have a QR code. You go to their website, it has a raw material COA on it. Um, which means nothing because it doesn't tell you the final batch number or, you know, yeah. your, your final finish, you know, full panel testing. And now you don't know. And, and you you typically started in this business um, or buying this product because you're either giving it to somebody or you're helping a family member or something similar to that. Because us as personal as human beings, we take anything. We'll be like, oh, I'll take it. Yeah. But when you're giving something to somebody else, you know, you, 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 you kind of research the product a little more and, you know, you got to give it to a loved one. So you should do your due diligence on products. Okay. You know, there's good companies out there. There's really good companies out there that are doing the right thing, but there's a lot of bad ones. Yeah. We've, we've uh, come across that because uh, I worked actually in the industry as, um, in trade shows because I, 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 I think at one point we almost met each other. I think it's either in New York or L.A., uh, the, the Cannabis World Congress. Uh, about a year or two years ago, um, pre-COVID. And there I got really educated about, having worked in the industry, I really got to know the companies. I got to know where they farm their uh, products, how they do it, what they're processing. You know, it's, I mean, for anybody, I would recommend doing a trade show, whether you're just, you know, a consumer, whether you're in the industry or just, you learn a lot when you get to speak to people face-to-face about who, what, where, and what they do. Oh, yeah. So that was benefit of um, doing that job for so uh, for a while. Now, for you guys, what is your next goal? Like, what is, you know, what's coming down the pike for you guys? For us, it's just continuing to legislate in the space. Um, we're doing that now. Um, launching, we launched our OTC line, um, which now we're, you know, we're CGMP. We, are, we make all our products from scratch. Uh, we make 80% of our products. We still don't make our edibles, mm-hmm. um, but we've been working with the same edible company now for about three years. Um, we're, we're now launching, you know, our first sleep line. Um, we're going to have different supplements in our products, uh, sunflower, vitamins, um, just different types of, uh, of daily doses that, you know, if you take your Centrum or your probiotics, we're going to make products that have that. We feel mm-hmm. that, you know, CBD or cannabinoid uh, products or similar to the just CBD itself should be a nutrition that you take every day. Like, yeah. uh, we Health have and it, wellness. You know, our endocannabinoid system. 
But if you're having a deficiency, typically when you have that, you easily can get sick or easy. Um, just a lot of things happen when you're when you're out of sync. Yeah. Um, and we feel that this product in this plant, uh, in this side of the space, the cannabis is a little different. But I feel that in this side of the space, um, having um, a full cannabinoid profile with different types of supplements. Um, and vitamins and things like that is, is the next step for us, I think. Okay. Um, I think that is really um, being the centrum, you know, the probiotics of your daily use, you know, your daily uses um, when you leave the house, you know, should be something that you have, you shouldn't have to think about it. Yeah. You know, it should be on something that you take where you don't have to take it carefully or you have that mixture of why well, I got all my vitamins in today, plus I got a cannabinoid. So I think that's really the direction that our company's going. Um, you know, the OTC certificate for us or getting certified OTC was, was big because now we could actually, um, you know, add certain focused items to what people are looking for, whether it's pain, whether it's sleep, whether it's immune boosters, things like that, where we could kind of specify why somebody's looking for a product when you couldn't really do that before. Yeah. Um, uh-huh. And again, it's really going to be, CBD or cannabinoid is going to be an ingredient, but really we're going to focus on what that delivery system, whether it's, you know, an immune booster or a pain, something for pain on a, on a topical style product, we'll be able to focus on certain things that call it pain and use the cannabinoids as an ingredient. But now people know what they're using it for, which I think is still missing in the space. Can you tell the listeners about the legislation in um, the laws of CBD in Florida? Um, just to give a, I know things are changing. I know it was very different in New York in terms of Florida in the CBD space and, and when it first came out. Yeah, I mean, for us, it was that was, you know, one of the main reasons, you know, once I left Colorado, we kind of knew um, when we were building our business that we, we couldn't allow um, the legislators or the powers that be, uh, you know, eliminate this business by a stroke of a pen. Um, we've seen, you know, what the government can do, good, bad, or indifferent, um, in reference to a stroke of a pen. Um, no matter, uh, again, we're bipartisan, you know, we deal with, you know, Republicans, you know, we deal with Democrats, we deal with libertarians or, you know, whatever you want to deal with, as long as the agenda is driven and we get to a solution, um, for the industry, that's really what matters. So for us, it was passing the pilot program. Um, in 2017, which now allowed us to at least start growing a hemp plant here in the state of Florida. Uh, we brought plants, mother plants from Colorado at that point uh, through FDACs. We actually had to notify all uh, law enforcement from Colorado to Florida uh, mm-hmm. from an 18-wheeler that had just about 50 or 60 mothers, you know, mother plants in there, which is kind of funny. Uh, it was like mm-hmm. if we were, you know, transporting, you know, a couple tons of, of cannabis. Uh, which was kind of ridiculous, but it was what it was. And we were, you know, now we, we're here today, but having that and then kind of having that opportunity work with the University of Florida, wow. you know, giving them uh, approximately a million dollars for research um, to kind of see what seeds are going to work here in this, you know, three climate state, um, you know, and it, it is three climates for us. I mean, Northern Florida is different than, you know, South Florida than, than the Homestead area. Um, but, what we wanted to do is once we had that opportunity with the university, we went and lobbied uh, for a bill that was called the SB 1020. Um, that was important. Uh, it was an election year. Um, we had uh, Nikki Freed, that was a um, 
I was sitting actually on my medical marijuana advisory board, so I'm the chairman of that, uh, that advised uh, the county on, 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 you know, what directions they should take in the space. Um, I had actually the pleasure to, to, to have Nikki Freed um, sit next to me, and uh, we had a great relationship. She actually announced uh, her running for uh, that seat. Uh, in Cannabis Life Radio, if I'm not mistaken, in 2017 uh, and, and beginning of 2018. And she was the right candidate for us. So, again, she, she's a Democrat, highest-ranking Democrat in the state. Um, she was going up against a gentleman called uh, uh, Caldwell. Great person, amazing, uh, from mid-Florida. But we felt that um, we needed to kind of back up, back Nikki Three. She understood the space. I think she's good for the ad community in the state of Florida. And, uh, she ended up winning that seat. Uh, so that makes her now the highest ranking Democrat for Florida and understood the space that we, that needed to move forward. So while we were drawing up the bill, we actually took a lot from Indiana at 52, which is the first state to actually acquire, uh, put QR codes for products. Um, I think we were the first company ever to have QR codes, um, with independent lab tests uh, from a third party on our products. Um, and that law passed in the uh, middle of 2018, uh, July 1st. It was signed into law in Indiana. So we grabbed some of that and actually uh, created a, the bill called SB 1020, um, which helped regulate labeling requirements, uh, testing requirements, QR codes, um, independent labs from the 17025. You couldn't own the laboratory if you're in the cannabis or hemp industry. Um, and then that bill also uh, led to pass the way for farmers to be able to grow in the state of Florida, um, which today uh, is huge because I think Florida is doing an amazing job um, in growing hemp. Uh, I think we'll definitely be one of the leaders in the country. Um, I think they're extremely advanced. I think we've learned a lot from other states and the mistakes that they've made in the space. Um, and, and those are the best teachers. Um, I mean, uh, you know, what, what are these other states were able to do once Obama passed, uh, you know, that bill in 2014, um, we learned a lot. And, and I, I definitely congratulate a lot of those states that took that first leap because now other states are learning from their mistakes and we're just getting better at what we do. So, um, and then we actually had to make uh, another bill called the HB 921 which is a, a glitch bill that we needed to fix some of the things that we messed up in the SB 1020, which meant that, uh, let's say, uh, 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 Southeast Grocers or one of these, uh, you know, food uh, markets uh, or Whole Foods, let's say, uh, couldn't sell hemp bars or couldn't sell hemp seed oil because they would have to, have to get it tested full panel to be able to sell the products on the shelf. Oh. It had no CD in it. Yeah, it's not the same. <laughs> They weren't too happy about that, to be honest. <laughs> Expensive. So, yeah, we uh, we kind of overlooked a couple things, but we did make up for it the following year. Um, that law, the HB 921, was just signed in this year, uh, I mean 2020, summer of 2020. So, uh, yeah, we fixed that, and now we're in 802 public stores. So um, I think uh, they weren't too happy, but now they're pretty happy. So, I mean, we've been blessed to be able to get some of those uh, three bills in three years. Um, typically, uh, it only takes, you know, when you submit a bill, only 6% of those bills ever, ever pass. And we were lucky and blessed enough to have a great team of partners in the space, help lobby for those bills and ended up getting three bills passed in three years. So I think, uh, 
Um, they've done a great job. I think our ad commissioner has done an amazing job. Mickey Freed, that would be an amazing interview for you guys. If you have the opportunity, her or Holly Bell, um, which really is uh, almost like her, you know, czar uh, besides Nikki, uh, our commissioner. Um, so I've seen a lot of other states kind of pick up that legislation. You know, Texas has the HB 1325, um, almost follows identical to Florida guidelines. They have a little bit of a different twist to it, but QR codes, full panel uh, testing on products. Um, you know, uh, GMP, um, has to be a GMP facility. So those are things that now the industry is catching up to. I think actually your state has a law called 7860, if I'm not mistaken, that also is asking for QR codes, um, on, on those labels. So, um, now it's just up to the FDA to kind of, you know, put their footprint on it, um, and, uh, sign off on something that the industry could be proud of and, and really set the pace for, you know, some type of blueprint that uh, the industry could thrive off. That would be wonderful. That would, now, as you when you mentioned the FDA, okay, I'll keep my comments. But um, no, FDA, <laughs> we could talk a long time about that. I can tell you that right now. But uh, yeah. listen, I can tell you right now, they do have a they do have a bill right now uh, mm-hmm. that is bipartisan. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, that's interesting. That Yes, yeah, so there's a bipartisan bill right now um, that is looking to um, to pass CBD as a supplement. Ah, um, so I did. I did hear HR that. Eight forty one. I did read about that. Um, they are trying to pass something which we didn't think it would be supplement. So uh, I'll yeah, back exactly. Up a little bit. We we had an, we were in front of the FDA last February, um, and Kelly Dyer. Uh, uh, Casimir was there, Canopy was there, Growth was, Coz was there, Nestle from Garden of Life. All these companies were there, and we kind of had the opportunity to kind of just say our piece and kind of figure out what's the next direction. And obviously COVID hit. Um, then we had the opportunity to have a Zoom call with them on July 23rd. They had submitted a guidance package um, that nobody really knew what was in it, but we did write up. Uh, five opinion, three page letter submitted it to them to tell them, Hey, we feel that if you guys come out with something, you typically chill the market, people freak out and nothing ever gets done. So these are the five opinions that we feel that you should hold on to. You know, if you take three of them, great, but at least have these five in front of you. Um, then we had the opportunity to talk to OMB on the 30th of July. Um, about 50 companies on, on that call Q and a real quick for about 45 minutes. Then um, when the change of the, of the administration happened, uh, Biden, President Biden, pulled that guidance package that was there. Now, we had been working all together for about a year, figuring out where this was going to go. Um, so we obviously were a little disappointed. But right after that, I think February 7th, uh, Red actually pulled it. Um, there's bipartisan support for a bill um, that's the H.R. 841. Will it go anywhere? Don't know. Um, well, if, you know, we're hoping that it does and it comes out as a supplement because I never thought it would come out within a year to year and a half, you know, where they would kind of make that ruling as a supplement. Um, but we'll take it because yeah. at that point in time, you know, the industry now has a path to success where people that are going to buy a product know that that product has a requirement prior to getting to a consumer. Absolutely. Um, and I think the consumer protection is, is probably the biggest hurdle 
that this industry is facing today because a lot of people don't trust the products or they've taken the products and nothing happens or they see a news report, you know, um, like they did on uh, NBC investigative report where, you know, nine out of or eight out of the 10 products didn't have what they said it has in it. So once you kind of correct that, the people that are loyal CBD users, we know what they are. What we need to do is educate the ones that either tried it or never come back to it because they had a bad experience. So to, to drive that industry forward, we need that kind of guidance. And hopefully now they'll get off the, you know what, and, and pass this, this bill so we can kind of move on and, and create, continue to create a good market for consumers. That's awesome. And I, I think um, we're playing a role in that because eventually once we launch, just we'll make an announcement that we're going to be launching a podcast website and we're going to have selected brands. We're looking for our, you know, brands that we've worked with and that we've used and we know and trust that we will be, you know, looking to partner up with because it's hard. It's, as parents, when we first started, it was like, where do we go? What do we do? Who do we speak? In fact, even the doctors who were recommending, you know, the scripts, uh, for us to be able to get a card, they didn't tell they us had, what to do. They had no clue. It was just an extra three, four hundred dollars for them. They had no clue what they're doing. Some of these doctors, it was like, oh my god. So you could imagine the whirlwind and uh, how much research we had to do. And when you're trying to take care of a child, you're doing the research. So it's like we had to split up the duties. Like, hey, Nina, you look up CBD companies. I'll look into basically uh, foods, medicine, other things that you know we can help our son. So it's like we went back to school, the both yeah, of us. <laughs> yeah, because there's so many companies. And, not, and you guys have probably run circles around a lot of the doctors that recommend it today. I've seen doctors recommend products that have no idea. Oh yeah, yeah, they, um, yes, they, oh, yeah. exactly. It's tough. It's a tough space now, and especially with so many companies out there. Yeah, people will come to me knowing that my son, our son, uses it, and I. For me, it's hard for me to say, okay, just use this product. I want them to have like a list for them to make their own educated decision. Like we did. Yeah. Because it's not a one-size-fits-all. That's one thing we learned. It's not a one-size-fits-all. You're going to have to go through the gambit and figure it out. But at least you have a starting space. For us, I think what helped us is that we didn't wait that long after our son was diagnosed. Because we already had a little bit of an education. And so we were like, okay... It didn't wait a year, two years, three years like some parents do. It took us like, what, a month to make that decision say, we're going to use it after yeah. after he got diagnosed. And we're like, okay, it was just a matter of now figuring it out. So we went through the pains of figuring what works and what doesn't work. Yeah, no, that, that is – I can't even imagine as, as, as the family kind of making that decision. Um, you know, it's, uh, it's got to be a tough decision, but – you're, you're right, though. You know, you, you have to give the parents a choice mm-hmm. um, because and, and not one pill or one product fits all. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. you know, our product might work for a lot of people and it might not work for some people. This is not what I thought. What I say is not a miracle mm-hmm. drug or a miracle exactly. plant. It's an access to a better life and an alternative to certain decisions that you may make. Um, but but I mean. I always tell people, even when I have, you know, these, these type of interviews or, or speak to them, I'm like, listen, there's other good companies out there. What I recommend for anybody that's going to buy a product, <clears throat> do your research. Exactly. Look at their websites. Find out who's making the product. Is it a white label? Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of companies out there. There's a couple of pretty big companies out there that don't even make their products. Yes. They don't have a finger on the pulse of how that product's being made. 
Yep. You know, they go ahead and test it. Yeah, let me go get it tested. It's got a COA. Great. But they don't, they have no understanding of how that product's being made. You know, are they putting this olive oil in an isolate? Are they just, are they compounding it? Do they have a batch number? I mean, there's just so many different avenues that you need to look at, especially in those type of situations. So I think it's so important because there is other good companies out there. There is good people that are doing good products out there. Um, but I always recommend to other people, listen, go to the website. If it doesn't have a QR code, don't buy it. Mm-hmm. You know, and if it has a QR code that has a raw material uh, lab sheet, don't buy it. You know, if it's, you know, if it's, if it's not an independent laboratory, don't buy it. Now, Arby, um, there's, you exp- there's so many check marks that I would I would tell you guys to have. You know, you know, five. You could tell really quick if a product is is good or it's made the right way. And that if it doesn't have a QR code and full panel, is, is that's your first mistake. You know, you know, and and then at that point in time, read if it's hemp extract. You know, because a lot of people are putting hemp extract and there's no CBD in there. Yes, like olive oil. It's, it's nothing. It's literally hemp oil, and they're selling it for $30, $40. I mean, go to Amazon. That's expensive. Uh, there's plenty of products on Amazon that, that are selling like that. Um, you know, you got 30,000 milligrams for $20 on Amazon, whatever that means. Yeah, so, right. so, you know, so those are the things that are, I think are extremely important that, you know, people just need to know. Go to their website. What are they talking about? Do they educate, the, you know, the consumer? You know, do they do they have more than just a product for sale? Are they trying to educate, you know, that person on what they feel they may need or what they might want? Um, and then obviously, you know, just having being able to reach somebody is always good because I've seen some of these companies that are, you, you can't you could call them a hundred times and they never get back to you. Oh yeah, we've been there. <laughs> yes, we have. So so those are just small little things that people should look for because they again there are good companies out there that are trying to do and are doing the right thing, and uh, it's it's hard to separate from the bad ones. So it's always good to kind of educate that consumer on on you know this is what you should look for and if it's not there don't buy it. Agreed. Thank you on that point. I, I would just have to say thank you again for being on our show and sharing everything. And uh, we apologize. No, we actually don't apologize for, you know, surprising you with the fact that you had a part in our lives, that Green Rose was there. You kind of did surprise the hell out of me, to be honest. <laughs> I mean, uh, I, I, my eyes got extremely watery, and uh, I'm definitely... Uh, you were expecting uh, that. <laughs> my wife's idea. I definitely went through a little bit of hardship right there. I had to take a couple seconds off. Yeah, but we, but we, you know, that was our goal. So we're like going on this tour of really going out and reaching out and thanking people. So when you, you and I connected on LinkedIn and you said, yeah, sure. I'm like, he has no idea. Because <laughs> <laughs> we actually almost met at one of the trade shows. You were there and I asked for you and you, they said, oh, he had just left. I was like, oh, God, I wanted to thank him personally. But I was like, all right, I'll eventually catch up to him. And lo and behold, here, here we, we are. are. <laughs> it, it, it's really amazing that, that you guys shared that with me. It really made my night. To be honest, um, it means a lot yeah. to know that you know. And people ask, "Well, you know, you get tired of hearing it." Absolutely not. You know, it, it's so yeah. important to, to kind of hear because sometimes you kind of get lost in the fog. Um, and uh, yes. and it's kind of cool to hear because it, it really uh, is important to hear those stories and share them. So I, I appreciate. It. Thank you guys yeah. so much for for sharing that with me, and and uh, I look forward to having future conversations and watching you guys grow. And watching that website Absolutely. and the interviews that you guys have, I think Thank it's so you. important on what you guys are doing. 
Um, and I think you, you guys will be catching yes. a lot of lives in what you do. So, you know, kudos to you guys and to your family and to your son. So, you know, thank you guys for, for giving me the opportunity. We do appreciate it. And definitely, if you see Ivy, tell her, thank you. We never forgot her. I definitely will. I will make sure of that. Yeah, we always talk about her. We always think about it like, this young lady definitely was there. You know, she was like our cheerleader, making sure we were okay. And it's like amazing. We don't even get phone calls from our doctors. And it's like this young lady's checking in to say, did you guys get the order in? Did you guys get it? Is everything okay? And it was awesome. So we really appreciate you and your team and what you guys are doing and what you guys have done for the families because it is huge. It is really huge. Yeah, Green Roads. Yeah, and uh, we're hoping that a lot of other companies follow in your footsteps and that you guys have set the template to really just be like, you know, not to say forego, you know, being in the black, but sometimes, you know, when you give, you get, you know, get it back. I agree. Uh, I definitely, definitely agree. Well, again, Arby, thank you again for your time. We appreciate you. Enjoy your beautiful weather. I will. I definitely will. I'll send you a picture on LinkedIn. Hopefully, we'll on, make it down on, there. On, on, you know how our mornings look. Yeah, right. <laughs> you on the beach <laughs> with a drink? Is, oh boy, it's really. <laughs> tomorrow we have snow. But Arby, if we, uh, they wanted to uh, get in touch with you, you got your website that you guys can. If they want to look at your products or. Yeah, I mean, thank thank you for asking that. Yeah, I mean, we're we're pretty easy to find. I mean, just go to greenroads dot uh, com. Um, and, uh, you could kind of go through our CB university, CB 101, you know, even a career page, uh, we got things up there and, and we have videos on, on, on our business and what we do and how we do it. And so we give a pretty good outline and, and back end to who we are. Um, I, I really, you know, love the fact our customer service have all been with us for over two years. So if you do see something online that you see at greenroads.com, feel free to call our customer service. They're extremely educated. Um, and you could ask them any questions. And, and again, we're, we're pretty much uh, on hand and on deck uh, about 12 hours out of the day. And if we don't reach you, if you don't reach us, we'll definitely get back to you if you leave a message. So thanks, thanks again. And if you want to reach out to me directly, just uh, hit me up on LinkedIn at RB Barosa. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you again. All right, guys. You have a good night. Have a good night. You too, guys. Have a great one. You too. Thank you again. I'm Josh Kincaid, Capital Markets Analyst and host of your Cannabis Business Podcast, The Talking Hedge, and newest member on PodCon X. So come on over and check out The Talking Hedge. We talk about business news, interviews, investments, events, all that stuff. So come nerd out with me over at The Talking Hedge. You can find me at thetalkinghedgepodcast.com or on all your favorite podcast platforms. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe, or don't. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Hey friends, I'm Brandon and I'm Saba and we are your host of the Cannabis Hangout podcast, an educational platform to connect with the cannabis community and share personal stories while breaking the stigma of marijuana. Join us every Sunday at 7 p.m. to gain valuable insight with different perspectives from industry leaders, growers, and medical marijuana patients. This is a place to learn so much from different angles in the cannabis industry. So tune in while we break it all down.